Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Sam Elliott, sixty-four, and welcome to the Robocast. I'm joined alongside Steve, the American Killjoy, and World of Woodrow. And we are here for the final episode of BattleBots 2020, or the, at least the main season. There's still Bounty Hunters to do, which we're going to do in a couple of weeks' time. Yes, I know we actually yeah. could, you know, take a little bit of a break after this episode, but I think we've earned it. It's been 14 weeks of yeah. I, back I think us talking. and the robots need to recharge batteries. <laughs> I think that's a fair a fair point now. I think I mean, we all just deserve a little break. We'd have Shark Week off, and um, yes, we didn't get, you know. get chance. Didn't get chance. How could we? Anyway. Enough rambling. We have a guest from the episode. We do. Introduce yourself. I'm Matt Vasquez, back, uh, driver and team captain of Whiplash. You are indeed back. I like how he says back. He's just like, <laughs> like a normal place to be. I mean, at this point, you, I think, I was, you know, normally at this point, I'd say, oh, let's talk about your season so far. The thing is, okay, we spoke about your season so far, but we, we were last on for the Valkyrie fight originally. We actually spoke to you last year for the huge fight, and it, and it was a, it's the same result. And obviously, you fought Valkyrie again. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. What what is there to talk about other than how did you feel getting into the top eight for the third year in a row? Uh I mean, it's definitely like okay, we're back in the top eight. Like, don't mess it up this time. <laughs> right. Yeah. How I many mean, more times will this happen? Exactly. But uh, I mean, hopefully, many more. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like. One thing I will say is when we got in our bracket, like round of 32, we looked at our quadrant and I was like, this is a pretty good quadrant for us. Like the biggest threat to us is Hydra and they're not a vertical spinner. So I was like, this is like a nice shot to the semifinals if everything goes well. Mm-hmm. And everything went about as well as it could have. You know, we found ourselves in a pretty good situation. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously I've joked about, you know, the, the fact that you fought two teams that you've already beaten in the past and kind yeah. of you expect the same result but that Val- second Valkyrie fight was a, probably a little bit closer than yeah it maybe appeared because you know they really didn't have a weapon failure like until about two yeah. minutes in this time and that seemed quite scary yeah I was just trying to push their weapon to the wall like do whatever I could and I mean one thing that was good about it though is the wedge was like so solid like I could Amazing. hit their weapon you know a hundred times and like we would still be fine so as long as I didn't make any like really bad mistake, I felt pretty confident that we were going to win that fight. But um, yeah, no, they they definitely upped their game a lot from our first match, which was you know it was pretty cool for them to make improvements that big in that short amount of time. Absolutely, and uh, obviously yeah. we'll talk a little bit more about Valkyrie later on for yeah. one of their awards, which they ended up picking up at the end of the year. Yeah. But the episode starts off. I mean, actually, before that, if you haven't seen the final, now is absolutely the time to click off. And I'm sure you have at this point if you're watching this. If you haven't, then why? It's, it's a review, but you know. <laughs> what are you doing here? Find, yeah. find something else to do. There's got to be some other hobbies you have. Yeah, like watching battle bots. bots. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> fight number one is Black Dragon versus Ribot. It's fight of the season. I don't even care. <laughs> oh, I don't really? even care what you say. <laughs> it was what? something, wasn't it? It was yeah. something. Yeah. For spectacle alone, I have no idea how this fight goes the way it does. And <laughs> I don't know what kind of black magic Black Dragon is using, but to be honest, I want some of it. I mean, uh, it was the, the t-shirts that they made for last year that you can buy now on the BattleBot store, hashtag not spawn. Um, <laughs> they have a little slogan on the back, which is just burn them all. And yeah. um, <laughs> they tried to expect them to, uh, to follow that through with themselves as well for over two minutes of the fight. Yeah. And yes. they didn't even go in with their flamethrower. They, t- no. they didn't even have no. it on. So they and, and in the end they still had a flamethrower. <laughs> so the, the, the thing that's bad it would have been had they had the oh flamethrower. Yes, I don't even want to think about it. It would have really? been that, that would have been a, a total a total loss. I think the thing I mean, for the me the greatest thing about that fight is oh, they no, no, no. did enough to win the fight in the first thirty seconds and just kind of drove around the rest of the fight like on fire and still won. Yep. <laughs> well, that was, I mean, I was excited because like for, yeah. for me. For me, yeah. if I'm seeing my robot on fire for two and a half minutes, I mean, there's you know I'm. I'm not a particularly skilled driver, you know. I, I'm going to panic. I'm going to be like, "Oh my god, my robot's on fire! What's happening?" Mm-hmm. I love the fact at the end of the fight, after they'd you know clearly won, they're just high five in, like, "Yeah, it's fine." <laughs> it's just they're not like concerned. Not, they didn't even drive it to the gate. They just left it in the middle of the <laughs> arena. I mean, but the other thing about it is like, like what could they have done differently when the robot was on fire? Like their this best is bet is just like try to win the fight, and like it's going to be messed up at the end of the fight. But there's nothing they can do about it. 
You just got to <laughs> let the crew go in there and put it out. <laughs> well, we need extinguisher as a house robot. That's clearly yeah. what the answer is here. <laughs> Sam, you, did, you said that they just stayed in the middle of the arena. I wonder if there's a rule Probably where is, yeah. obviously you've got that line where you can't use flamethrowers yep. outside of because Probably. Of, you want to don't want to risk the uh, the next glass mountain or anything. Yeah, true. So um, that's probably all I In in oh, yeah, I remember there was a fight at Robo Games one year. Maybe it was like combots. You know, like the robots death and taxes. It was like a multibot, like a it was like a sort of lighter heavyweight with a lightweight multibot, and the lightweight multibot like caught fire, like just like Black Dragon did, and it was doing the same exact thing. Drove the whole entire fight on fire, like the arena was full of smoke. But they paused the fight halfway through to put the fire out, and after they put the fire out, the robot wouldn't run anymore. <laughs> so no, no, you've, like... you've 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 erasable. That's like uh, we were having that conversation. Uh, was it last week when when Fusion fought Tantrum, uh, where uh, if they if they go and put the fire, I think it was Zach that's Zach Lytle that said it. Uh, where if you if you put the fire out, you're you're, you're irreversibly changing the future of that fight. Uh, yeah. So you got to kind of have that balance of like, is there a safety thing? Is it a, should, should we do, should we count them out pre- preemptively and then try to separate them? And eh, well. well, the thing was that they did the same thing last season when Tombstone fought Rotator, didn't they? That in, in that fight, it was very similar. That fact that Tombstone was clearly burning itself to a crisp on the inside, but you know, it was still going. So why would you call the fight? Like, I mean, yeah. in, in this case, we saw like after the fight that they had, the, the section that was on fire was segmented sealed, sealed off, off from yeah. from everything else. The whole yeah. weapon is on a separate system. There's a, a bulkhead in between that and the rest of the electronic system. So, you know, they managed to contain the fire. To it's a just some good designing, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, but I am a bit sad because uh, oh. in my best Antonio Banderas uh, accent, <laughs> oh, King is dead. <laughs> it's oh. a shame for Ribot, but I do wonder... I. I don't know if you know, Matt, because we all kind of thought if they'd have gone with the undercutter, the result could have been different because they obviously they took a lot of damage against uppercut, a lot of damage against uppercut. Yeah. And I do wonder if they were kind of forced into using the vert. I don't know if you could tell us any more. Yeah, David did tell me that like the horizontal is like done. Like the module was like basically like cracked in half at that point. <laughs> like it, it, it could not be used again. It was like crashed. Okay. So uh, their only option was the vertical spinner, I think. And I think maybe they probably would have used it anyway, just because Black Dragon's got like so much wedge mm. that I don't know how well they would have fared with the horizontal. True. But, I guess uh, they'd have to hope that they would run up their wedge and have their undercutter just snap take, something. Take, take, I don't know yeah. on their vert. Yeah. It's so so hard to say. Yeah. yeah, but as I say, credit to Black Dragon for not panicking, keeping the robot going mm. for three minutes, and progressing to final four which uh... there are some really big hits in this fight i know earlier in the season we discussed the fact that black dragon really wasn't getting the bite they had last year in this fight they certainly did massive chunk take out the bottom of Mm -hmm. ribbon ribbon went flying across the the arena the pre the pre-fire hit you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i think the one the the one that that caused the fire (laughs) you would think yeah something something obviously shorted and oh god i think what happened is because like black dragon was spinning up and uh, Ribot was upside down, so they're spinning downwards. So like Black Dragon caught Ribot like through him, and I think somewhere in there, uh, Ribot's weapon like clipped the top plate of Black Dragon or something, and I think it just like pinched a battery and just that was it. Yeah, that yeah. is true. That Ribot spent so, a lot of its time on its head in this fight. Yeah. Really, really did. And that yeah. robot does not drive so well on two wheels. Clearly, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it definitely gets across the arena. We've seen it get its tires ripped off the front, but it's just yeah. it's not, the, not same. the same robot. No, no, you're absolutely yeah. right. But they yeah. great to get so, this far. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Did a good job. Top eight for Ribot, absolutely, you know, no shame in that. In the, only the second season, which, you know, it does take a while to get these robots dialed in and, you know, Ribot, credit to them. They, they did a good job, but Black Dragon on this day was just a little bit too strong for them. Mm-hmm. Fight number two, Endgame and Shatter. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh Shatter, didn't, Shatter didn't really stand the chance, did they, bless them? No, it was, no. They tried, and they were waggling that stick. As Even after the hammerhead came off, they were desperately trying to do something. I mean, you've but... got to commend them that I think at, at some point they're thinking, okay, our strategy isn't working here. Let's just full send the axe straight into their weapon, see if something breaks. They did it. <sighs> it didn't go their way. And, um, you know, it's a shame, but... I've tried to slow-mo this and you'll you'll notice in one frame the hammerhead is there and, and the next it is, is you, gone. you hear it you do not see it you um, hear a big thunk don't you like it's a very hollow thunk you it's thunk and, clang as it hits the floor somewhere <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, like, probably i would have done the same thing as adam because like at that point in the fight like he was losing 
pretty badly and like he had to do something drastic to have like any chance and that's yeah. fire hammer to his weapon maybe <laughs> with some well or, like, yeah. this is how chop beat bike force the robot this yeah, is true you, mean, you never know yeah yeah um, one thing I do want to discuss, I, 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 the team themselves actually brought it up, the end game configuration in this fight did not look yeah. the prettiest, did it? It was not, not nice. <laughs> very early battle bots, very silver. <laughs> <laughs> I get um, why they went for it though, but sure. damn. It's still like a box, it's a silver box. Yeah. Yeah, I know, and I guess we've been kind of trained to say silver boxes are ugly because battle bots doesn't want them anymore. True. We want, we want yeah. colors. So many yeah. colors. Well, they, they did rectify that later on, didn't they? With the with the setup, they, they do put slap a bit of paint on the front end. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't this look one, like without those naked, front plows, it? man. Yeah. It just it needs those front plows to just look right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, Endgame was just like all business this year. Yes, they were like, definitely. we are going to do like exactly yeah. what we need to do to win. Like, yeah. I don't care. It's, we're gonna <laughs> that, uh, win every <laughs> that self writer that they had last year with the glasses. Yeah. Um, which was cool, but. It looked like they were more interested in Winning. looking good than playing good. <laughs> but yeah, they were this just, time, I agree, they were business first, spectacle second. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah. Which kind of made sense, you know, obviously we'll talk, talk about it a little, a little bit later on, but like they, in in this fight as well, they kind of, they won the fight and you're kind of thinking, okay, will they go in for another hit? Because I'm, I'm fairly sure, you know, you know, it's, it's the last fight at the Shattered Seas and I'm fairly sure that Adam, oh, not that he wanted his robot to get written off, of course, but like he's very much one to to play for the crowd and you know to to always partner show. And you kind of think, well, maybe he'd let Endgame give it a good good whack, but Endgame was just nope, let's leave it. Jack wasn't yeah. having it. Job, job done. Save the robot. Yeah, absolutely. I I saw Shatter after this fight in the you know the Shatter guys pit area, and like that billet chassis was just like Ooh. completely twisted, like giant holes punched in it. It was like nothing I'd ever seen before. It was insane. This is Bill great crack tough, in the back, isn't there? Know? This is great yeah. crack in the back. You can see it goes straight through the H, the, not the HTP, the UHMW armor, and it's like it's completely split open the back. And it's just ugh. <laughs> Billet yeah. builds are interesting because if you really get to that shell, get to that frame, and beat the crap out of it, it's it sometimes could be a total loss. You know, where you're not able yeah. to like replace plates on it, and you actually have to go to a whole new frame. Uh, I mean, there's there, there's design choices to be made there. I mean, there's we just saw uh, I, I just saw some pictures of the new duck billet uh, just come recently, and I'm very excited to see that back again. But it's always yeah. like, man, what what kind of upkeep do you have to have to keep make sure that that thing stays square, that it stays mm -hmm. in good condition? Uh, it's a whole separate problem than just being able to replace parts that get hit. We've spoken to Hal before, so, haven't we, about this? And yeah. he, he's he's always kind of said, you know, the, it's it's he has three frames generally. I think he's he said, and like mm -hmm. Cobalt last year just tore it straight through it, like it yeah. was nothing. Mm -hmm. Like he said, like no, what can you do? Like <laughs> at this point, you know, I'm 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 building something that's as strong as you can possibly make it for the budget of a battle bot. Like you know, even even the high end teams, even you know Hal Rucker, who's you know built beautiful robots in the past, and you know. There is still a limit. You can't just, yeah. it's not a yeah. bottomless pit of money. You can't just, yeah. you know, spend yeah. half a million dollars or it's whatever. A lot. It is. It's a lot yeah. of material waste, too. You know, like you're yeah. buying these big billets and, you know, it's, it, it, there's a lot that isn't going into the final frame, you know. Yeah. But hey, yeah. that's a whole separate conversation. And that's yeah. kind of why we take like the exact opposite approach. Like our chassis is like nice, soft, and juicy, just like welded quarter inch aluminum, you know, tube. So we take the strategy of just having like well placed armor. And if the fight's not going well for us, we're going to need a new chassis the second fight. That's kind of the bottom line. So, uh, yeah. But the good thing about it is our chassis are super cheap. I mean, we cut them all just with, you know, power tools and it's uh, no CNC or not even really, there's minimal water jet in it too. So, uh, and the great thing about it is like, if we get a giant chunk of our chassis taken out, we could just, you know, get a, you know, a little handheld bandsaw or angle grinder, cut out the broken sections, you know, just weld the new aluminum sections and, it's good to go. Job done. So, uh, yeah. Quicker to repair as well, I imagine. It, obviously, it, it, especially at this stage of the tournament where you're fighting so often as well, like you just kind of got to hope that your robot can, you can, you can repair your robot fast enough. And obviously, yeah, yeah we'll, get, we'll get to that a bit later on. But aluminium, uh -huh. unless you treat it or do something to it, uh, you cannot weld it shut again, I don't think, anyway. Um, um, but that's the, the Yeti the team. They're like the kings of. of uh -huh. uh, of welding aluminum i remember that being a, a very a very constant it's not quote it's easy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah welding aluminum is not fun both like i mean our chassis is all 60 61 and uh like for example in season three when we fought tombstone and he like ripped 
basically a third of our robot just clean away. We basically like rebuilt a third of the robot in the pits and just had the linking guys weld it back together. So the great thing about just having, you know, our aluminum casting like that is with the welders there, we can basically repair like any damage it has, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, well, that's end game through. It is end game through. Um, but let's talk about fight three, shall we? <laughs> let's talk about fight three. Um, oh, if no. the, if everyone's brackets weren't already ripped up and thrown in the bin by this point, Tantrum just had to make sure that it was just stomped into the ground. <laughs> how how did Aaron keep this from us? <laughs> we, we spoke to Aaron last week, literally last week, and we, we kind of oh. said, you know, how did you think going into the Sawblaze fight? Oh, we thought we had about a 30% chance of winning. And then <laughs> what happened here? Yeah, because I mean, I want to I want to throw to Steve because um, your predictions game for the uh, the champion of <laughs> the season has been a bit iffy, shall we all say? Right. Uh, who well, did you predict first, Steve? All right, wait a minute. I followed you first of all. You did. Hypershock. You did. That let's, was a mistake. let's back that up. That was a that mistake. Was a, we'll just cover then, this up. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> See um, and then Charlie, a good rebuttal. We're in a group together, and he's like, "Oh, who would you choose for a prediction game?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, which doctor?" All right, cool. Oh. Gone. And then <laughs> the night before we watched it, I'm like. All right, so because we did time. we did our final, I'm like, all right, you know what? It's got to be Sawblaze, and they're out immediately. So you know what? <laughs> Don't ever come to me for predictions. I am not your bookie. I will never make you win. It'll never happen. Can I just say as well? It wasn't even as if it was it was a close fight. Tantrum dominated Sawblaze. So it was good. masterclass uh, of driving. I it really, really was. Yeah. Wowie! Like I, I know, obviously, Matt, you can attest to this because obviously you fought Sawblaze right at the start of the yeah. season. Yeah. What was like? What was your kind of reaction watching Tantrum body it around the arena? <laughs> I mean, it was it was pretty incredible. I mean, I could draw a lot of parallels to like our fight against Bronco in season three, where we went in thinking like this is like a top robot, we're probably gonna lose, we'll just like go and have fun, whatever. And we won the ground game and won the fight because of it. And that's basically what Tantrum did. They had the ground game dialed in that fight. Sawblaze couldn't do a whole lot, and they just pushed him around, played it kind of safe, and got the win. You know, well deserved. Wasn't that the fight that Bronco went with in with like the boomer quanger things? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was so strange. That, that setup it still doesn't make sense to me. But oh, well, with with tantrum, I mean, it was incredible. Like I, I believe I was I was speaking to a couple of guys who watching it at the same time, and I was basically the the front wedge of tantrum. I believe is also hinged as well as the. Mm the wedgelets that they normally have. So they, they were just getting underneath Sawblaze every single time. The weapon did some great damage as well. Like, we've not really seen that all season, but in this fight, you know, you, you saw it take that big chunk out the bottom. I think it was a, a whole panel it took off. Yeah, one of and... the one of the bottom plates. It. I was reading up about the, the post-fight from Team Sawblaze today, and um, they said the first thing that Tantrum set about doing was to take out or the sort of front wedges sort of bend them up just enough so that they could get the ground game every time mm-hmm. and, get a catch um, point they they did every single time every every time they drive in you see them go for that left corner every single time getting under hitting getting away again coming back in left corner just <laughs> impeccable driving and you know you sort of I think I don't know whether Jameson knew what to do or not because we've seen him in previous fights sort of change tactic and swap yep. it around to be the vertical spinner tactic. But in this one, he he keeps trying for the same thing for the majority of the fight, and it, it just doesn't go his way. Yeah. It was very strange. I do agree with that. I'm like, because usually he's the tactician. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out how to make this work. I, I I mean, it gets to a point where, like, you're like, oh, maybe he should drive backwards and with the saw, you know, and turn it into a vert. <laughs> but Tantrum's still going to get underneath I mean, them. It's, they're not going to win yeah. that fight. Like, one thing point. is that if I was Jameson, I probably would have done the same thing, trying for the same strategy, yeah. just because he has like an opportunity for like a one shot kill if he mm-hmm. does get him pinned, or like maybe a two shot kill. So like yeah. I may have only taken like one good pin, and he kind of almost got one at the very end. Yeah, but, like and also like for example, when we fought Sawblaze, things weren't going well, and we decided to go backwards, kind of like you were saying, like Sawblaze yeah. maybe should have tried. But uh, I mean, it kind of got a couple hits. But at the end of the day, that's kind of like. Almost in a way, like giving up, like your strategy. Yeah. It's desperation, really. Games. So it's yeah. like I, I think Jameson made the right decision, sticking with the strategy, and just mm-hmm. didn't, didn't go his way. I mean, there is a point in this fight where he couldn't then do that tactic because yeah, the, Tantrum the rammed in him into the wall with the the weapon arm, and the weapon arm got stuck in the upwards position. Yeah, that was went strange. Full, went full Scorpius from a few weeks yeah. ago, didn't and, it? T- uh, I've forgotten what robot it's called now. Sawblaze. Um, 
Soul Blaze is it really needs that sort of the arm to be on the on the back because it holds down the the front from popping wheelies. So at that point they they then unstable and, and they're rocking back and forth and popping wheelies all the time which Jameson yeah. alludes to in, in his write-up as well yeah um, I think as yeah. well one of my favourite moments of this this fight for, for me was the it was the bit where Tantrum has sword blades against the wall and they just they can't get off because the wheels are spinning in the air Tantrum revs up the disc and just goes straight in the back it <laughs> just was, spanks like, it, uh, it, oh, doesn't, oh, it doesn't, awesome. do, doesn't do much in terms of damage but like just the, the visual of it was just it, that was I'm absolutely claiming that bingo square now because Tantrum, that was literally what Tantrum was designed to do. It was designed yeah. to kind of hold people in place, rev up the weapon, and then hit them. And it did it perfectly. It was, yeah. it was very Sawblaze-esque too, because that is Sawblaze thing. He holds you there, yeah. spins up, and then oh, you know, fires the weapon. You and... could attest to that because it happened to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Just, a shame to see Sawblaze go. Oh, yeah, definitely. But yeah. It, It's heartbreaking <laughs> yeah. in more ways, for more one personal. <laughs> Yeah. But you know, ta- you can't take it away from Tantrum. I I had this down as a dead set, you know, Sawblaze win and Tantrum. Just for some reason, this season has just got uh, this huge yeah. leap forward in evolution. And you know, we'll get to its fight a little bit later on with Endgame. But what may have been this year? Because this was a great opportunity for them to to mm-hmm. win the whole thing. It really was. Oh yeah, I'm very proud of how the, how far they got. The little orange thing that could. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Well, Matt, your first mm-hmm. fight of the night. Oh, Hydra, yeah. no, no pressure. Hydra. You know the the number one seed, <laughs> and a lot of people have kind of said you know, the most controversial fight of the episode. Yeah. What, what did you think yeah. going into this one? Uh, so, I mean, obviously they're the number one seed. Like it's it's, it's going to be a hard fight no matter yeah. what. Well, it doesn't like mean anything before. with the moderns. You know, ones never yeah. win, and ones have never won the yeah. bracket. So, yeah, my force did. Wait, did, was he? Did they? I thought there were a three. My force was one in season four. Yeah, really? yeah, last last year they were number one. All right. and, and you know what? was one in twenty sixteen. Steve, you're a liar. I'll myself out. There's yeah, the I mean, I was week. mostly glad we weren't fighting a vertical spinner at the end of the day. I was like, okay, yes. Hydra could like throw us in the air, but we could probably take you know a few uh, you know high landings on the floor and uh, you know probably survive them. We could self right, but. Uh, the main thing is I thought we had a good shot at winning the ground game or at least having a pretty even ground game, which ended up being true. Like most of the time we were kind of stalemated, like half the time you get under us, half the time we get under him. And it was a uh, really in that way, like a, a lot of, I mean, a driving battle, just considering how equal our ground game was, you know, after we got that first lift in the beginning, I was like, oh, okay, like this, we have a very good shot at winning this fight. Uh, yeah. The first like 10 seconds couldn't have gone any better than they did. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think, for the most part, I do th- I, I do agree. Like I think you're on top of the fight for ma- the majority of it. There was a, apart from when you were upside down. I, I, I yeah. know that's very obvious to say that, but like, <laughs> like there, there, there were there were limited points where Hydra were definitely on top. And I think there was one. Jake made one big mistake in this fight, and I think he could have won the fight then and there. Mm-hmm. You were kind of in that corner by the entrance gate, and yeah. you were upside down, and you, you could see him lining it up, and he just yeah. missed you. And I feel like. That was the moment where he lost the yeah. fight, I think. After that point, you kind of got back into it again, really. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, I mean, at the end of the fight, I thought we did win. I wasn't 100% sure, but I felt that aggression was pretty equal. They probably won control, and I thought we definitely won damage. That hit at the end and, where they, they kind of ripped yeah. the back piece off. There's a, there's a bit of armor that gets taken away, and there's a nice big circle at the back. And I think that, for me, was where yeah. you won the fight. I think it was very close up to then, but it was pretty much that last 10 seconds really really yeah. swung it in your favor yeah i think the damage we did in the first 10 seconds and the last 10 seconds really <laughs> stuck in the judge's eyes i think and that uh i think those are probably the defining moments in the fight for us i would say yeah and this was one of the fights where battlebots actually shared the scorecards from all the judges yeah. and they all scored at six five and two of them happened yeah. to go your way uh, yeah, that, it was a very okay. close fight like don't, don't get me wrong yeah, you know it was. Pe- people Wait. people say you know uh, you know it was quite controversial. I think it was very close. I think the the right robot won, mm. but I can see why people would say, "Okay, Hydra won because they were, you know, they were flipping you about. They did have control of you for for good portions of the fight." I think yeah. it's just that damage really swung it your way. See, yeah, I mean, this is probably the first fight I will say our spinner made like the deciding difference in the yeah. win, which that's mm. never happened before for us. It's always kind of been like a secondary thing, but mm. it really solidified our win in this fight. I think without it, we definitely would have lost. 
I have many thoughts. Um, <laughs> Come on, Devin. So hit us before with it. before we get into the judging bit that mm-hmm. I have written thoughts about. Um, oh, okay. The there was a statement made before the fight about. Um, I think I've got this right way around. So Jake said that uh, if you're not on top of the fight map, then uh, you can get quite squirrely, I think was his exact expression. Uh, I disagree, and I think the squirrely one was probably Jake in this fight because he missed a lot of flips. When he yeah. knows he has to try and get the ground game and he doesn't have that advantage, he starts flipping spontaneously and, and hoping for the best. And yeah. often that's going to pop him off the ground and, and give away the ground game even. So I think... Um, in, in that context, um, that rather flew back into uh, his face. Secondly, um, for the... I don't know how many weeks it is now, but uh, you were the chosen one. Um, well done for, for completing the killing of Hydra. Um, <laughs> everybody since you just been the chosen one. and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, the, the judging, I don't think it was that close. I think it... Uh, if where do you think they it, where, where, where do you think they missed their mark? Was it damage? Was it control? So damage, I don't think they can give anything to Hydra. The flips that they were getting on Whiplash weren't as big as we saw. Therefore, they're Those not getting used as count, much. Though, that's the thing because I, I I think Matt did they use any of the hazards? Well, I think Whiplash was flipped into the screws at least once. I want to say yeah. Yeah, we were we were in the screws. I think they got us on the screws that one time. It was on the far side was, of the arena, wasn't it? From yeah. yourselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so and that, maybe even at that point, then. you getting down from the screws then caused Hydra more damage because you came down with the the vertical yeah. on top of them, which is absolutely where they don't want to be hit. Um, and they made that clear in the Hypershock fight. Control, I think, could have gone more their way had yeah, they taken advantage of. When you're upside down. When you're upside down. Mm-hmm. And every time that they've managed to get you upside down, they then get stuck on the floor and don't take advantage of it. And I think that's going to take away some control points. They only got five flips where previously we've seen 13 or more. Mm-hmm. And then aggression, again, if they're not going after you after they've flipped you, you know, they could get in some good repetitive blows, flip you, flip you, flip you, so you're struggling to get back up or getting into a position where once you self-right, they are there to flip you again. I think that's more aggressive, and I think you had more aggression on your side. So when they said it was a split decision, I was very surprised. I didn't think it was. So so what we want to really focus on, I guess if if, if you're not giving any damage to Hydra, you would, you would have to say whether or not Hydra had done any functional, effective, or d- defensibility damage to, mm. to so Whiplash. Like using, That's the thing. Hydra scores damage by using the, the hazards, as you said, and I forgot right. that you went on the screws, or the use of gravity. Yeah. The height of the flips is really where they're going to score more damage points. Right. And because they weren't sort of yeah, fully not, pressurizing not enough. To. Yeah, not what we yeah. used to. They were only doing enough to turn you over, which, you know, you might argue is all they needed to do. They needed to keep you upside down. But once they got you upside down, they... What were they, what were they doing with it? Yeah, do, and you managed to get up every single time. It's, it is it is one of those where I, I feel like... I, I can understand where the judges are coming from with, with regards to the, the point scoring, but I, I, mm. I at least for, for me at least the right decision was made at the end of the day, yeah, and certainly Whiplash goes through. Yeah. As with that said, I am a little bit gutted uh-huh. that Hydra is going out because I I do feel like as much as you know we've kind of bagged on Jake a little bit this year for you know <laughs> it's been kind of the scapegoat for a lot of a lot of upsetness. For the for those that are uninitiated um, and for those that don't like swearing, click off now. The shithousery that oh, yeah. Hydra <laughs> has brought to this competition <laughs> has been fantastic, and yeah. I can't wait to see more. Yeah. This season. Jake it was, it was funny, the- Jake, like after the whole like Hydra fiasco and like everyone was like super upset online. Like he messaged me, he's like, Man, he's like, everyone's gonna love you when you beat me. I think Jake has, has done a really good job of playing the villain this series and he's yeah. he has I hope he does it you more. Know, I really yeah, I, 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 I think I, people need to at the end of the day Ray's become too friendly. Well it's not even that. So for, for me, <laughs> It's fighting robots. Like it's is genuinely genuinely light relief. I'll I'll get onto my thoughts on this a bit later on. But like it is genuinely light relief in a world at the moment which is you know quite miserable at times. 
you gotta enjoy it and you, got, you can't take it seriously like it is not life and death it is a bit of yeah. at the end of the day it is a bit of fun and Jake being the bad guy and you know stopping huge from such a game and <laughs> trash talking gigabyte and all the stuff with that it was great fun and I think <laughs> it is as, as double WWE as this this show gets yeah it really is playing characters and you know really and he was great he was great at it yeah, and like the only reason he can do that is because he has the robot to back it up. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like anyone he, can't just go out there and start like talking trash. Everyone's like, "What are you doing? Like you're not." Yeah. You know, Hydra. He's he was the number one seed, and yep. he was. Uh, he's had two undefeated regular seasons. You don't yeah. ju- you don't do that by accident. And his yeah. only two losses are to yourself, but with Whipple really good competition as well. <laughs> it's ridiculous how how high and I'm very excited to see where Hydra goes in, within the coming years. I feel yeah. like they they're slowly gathering momentum. It wouldn't surprise me if within the next couple of seasons, we see them in the final or even winning BattleBots. I mean, yeah. I have to admit, I, I called Sawblaze to win. That went well for me um, <laughs> since, since Hypershock went out. But I always sort of looked at Hydra and went, you know, if Sawblaze versus Hydra is a thing in the final, I think Hydra will probably take it. They're lower, they can flip, and, you know, Sawblaze doesn't really like being flipped. Yeah, I was I was hoping for a, and I I spoke with you two about this. I was hoping for a Sawblaze Whiplash final so we could like tie a bow on the Perfect whole series. We synergy. we end where we start, start where we like you know. Yeah. What I mean? <laughs> First fight, last fight didn't oh, quite happen this time. The poetry oh. would have been cool, but wasn't meant to be this time. Nope, no. could have got revenge. But hey, you know what? Hey, <laughs> you get through this time, and they didn't. You get to they didn't. yeah. And that's the interesting thing. Like I mean, they kicked our butt in our first fight and then we end up going further it just goes to show like the rock paper scissors aspect of all this and what luck goes into play and uh the level of challenge involved in building a fighting robot it means that there is no perfect design thank you whoever that was from (laughs) robot war series eight and nine (laughs) fight number five the first of the semi-finals tantrum versus Endgame. game uh the the little orange speed bump that could couldn't quite (laughs) against Endgame. i actually did check in with Aaron after this fight because there was a big explosion that came out of Tantrum yeah. a puff of black smoke and yeah. it was his weapon ESC that went did it catch fire? no sorry Jevon you can't have that Damn we, it. we were thinking more. yeah <laughs> I was thinking like with black smoke I was wondering if we there was we a we didn't know what it was we were like what I was like was, was there a motor spinning and the magnets exploded like that could cause black dust I don't mm-hmm. know but jeez that was weapon ESC unfortunate yeah. ugh he said in true tantrum fashion, and I was just like, ah, oh. <laughs> because at That's the start it. of that fight, oh. it was on. Don't talk it down game. that much. Yeah. Yeah. Under end game, end game was not winning that fight, um, <laughs> and you just got, oh man, imagine a world imagine where tantrum, tantrum was in the final. <laughs> tantrum in the final. Tantrum is just like the little like immovable object. I mean, its yeah. drive is crazy powerful. It's you know stuck to the floor with magnets. It looks like a slot car when it's driving like on the arena floor. So it's a yeah, it's super controllable. Like it was out pushing Endgame like easily, and um, yeah, just built like a tongue. I mean, when you're building a robot like that <laughs> yes. compact and with that much stuff going on, that kind of can lead to some problems sometimes. You know, hence the you no know, weapon going up in smoke and uh, all that. But uh, yeah, I'm sure they'll have it dialed in, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll see them in some main events in the you know coming Absolutely. season. I, f- yeah. I, feel, I, I feel like the, the, one, the one bad thing about this season for Tantrum, it is what it is one bad thing, is that next season they're going to get absolutely Oh, they're going to get thrown at every <laughs> schedule. <laughs> I mean, uh, we said it, we've said it so many times now, but you tell us that the little bot that had a f- spatula on it and was flipping burgers <laughs> in its first series was going to be in the top four of BattleBots at some point. We'd have laughed at you, kicked you to the curb, and run off with your lunch money. Yeah. I mean, it's just huge. There's been a lot of little surprises like that yeah. this time around. You yeah. know, it's and we saw yeah. it last episode with Gigabyte where it didn't die, and you're expecting it to mm. to, to break or something like that, and it just goes the whole three minutes, getting yeah. dropped continuously on its head. It's just incredible. I think this season has just been full of, like as you said, full of surprises. Uh, one that stands out to me was. Uh, Mammoth versus Huge in just one of the most entertaining, mind-blowing, and crazy fights I've ever seen. Um, you know, there's there's so much good stuff in this season, yeah. and uh, really been given a gift. Yeah, honestly. bearing in mind yeah. that this season mm-hmm. wasn't going to happen for the longest right. time, and then yeah. they managed to do it. They didn't like didn't disappoint. No, did they? no COVID nope. cases while they were there, and then 
to pull out all the stops within a phenomenal series. Yeah, to film a main series and a side series at the same time as well. Yeah, you know, crazy. not even that. Like to bite off more. Than, like, you think, oh, they're biting off more than they can chew, and they, you guys, it's like it. the whole production, swallowed it whole. Yep. <laughs> I do want to get back to the the fight, if like I, a if duck, I, a little bit. Um, Endgame didn't really have to do much as, as soon as as soon as Tantrum's weapon died. I, I know they still had to hit, knock them over and what have you. And they were, they were under pressure for a little bit, but there was like. There was a little rally, like in the middle, where Tantrum obviously was. I think it lost one of its forks, and it was at that point that basically they just kept getting hit and hit and hit and hit, and it was like mm. three or four big smacks in yeah. a row. And at, at that point, mm. you know, I, I don't know what happened to the Shriek, but it, I. That's what I was going to ask. I mean, I wonder if if the Shriek must have gone down in those exchanges because possibly. Yeah, I think I think Aaron was saying that it's kind of like wired up with their weapon system. So when the spinner went out, the self-rider also goes out and that's okay. what killed them. But uh, yeah. So, that- so their drive was still active. Yeah, the okay. drive was still going, but uh, wow. yeah, I think just self-rider and weapon were gone. It's it's a shame. But, uh, it is a shame. Yeah. And like nothing to notice is like Endgame was not really winning the ground game in this battle, like no. surprisingly. <laughs> and I think part of that had to do with just tantrum shape being so small and compact and having those forks. But also, Endgame wasn't running their like ideal four configuration because they also had like extra steel armor on the front. Like they had like steel armor behind the fort, so they didn't have the weight for like all the wedges they normally have. So they kind of sacrificed ground game for armor, and that may have been more respectful of that weapon. Yeah, a little more respectful of Tantrum's Tantrum's weapon and what it can do. I know because it just it ripped a bottom panel off a sawblaze in its last fight, and you just like you you don't expect that from something so compact. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit here, but would you have rather fought Tantrum in the final map? Uh, I don't know. I think we would have had a much easier time getting under Tantrum. But, uh, I mean, it's really hard to say until it happens. I mean, you never know until you uh, throw him in there. But I wouldn't be surprised if we fight Tantrum next year. Also, that's, that's, yeah. a, that's a main event in, in the making, isn't yeah. it? Surely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Let's move on to fight number six. Then. As, well, yeah. We know the results. That you've, that you've ever so rightfully spoiled. Yeah, I know. Sorry, everyone, to the, you know, watching this review of the You're final. You're too deep in it now. <laughs> um, how messed up was Black Dragon f- before this fight? Because to, for you know, not that I'm taking any credit away from the victory here, because it was still a, it was a great performance throughout. It didn't seem as if Black Dragon were fighting fit. Would that be fair to say? They, I will say, they got the robot together, but barely in time. Like. Mm. Barely in time. It was to the point where we were supposed, we were the last fight of the night, I think. And we were lined up like all day ready to go. They were just scrambling to get the robot together. It got to the point where they had Ribot and Hydra waiting to be an alternate if they couldn't wow. finish in time. So we were sitting in line with Ribot and Hydra. Dude. So they were going to throw in either one Imagine of them. Imagine to fight Hydra, Hydra again. again. Yeah, we would have had to fight Hydra again. I mean, I'm thinking maybe they, yeah, I don't know who they would have thrown in, but uh, yeah, they were very close to not finishing in time. They were like putting it together on the scale. That like, would have uh, been the battle bots first. A, yeah. So they barely got it in there, but uh, I mean, props to them. They got it running. They got back together and uh, they were ready for the fight. Mm. Barely the, though. The weapon motor... Um, well, the weapon wasn't spinning as as quick as they have done previously. I mean, when they yeah. were turned over, they couldn't self right. Yeah. I feel, uh, or they weren't trying to. I don't know. What I will say is, Matty Vasquez is a big bully um, <laughs> for <laughs> driving just a perfect game, putting him up against the wall. Pretending like your weapon was dead and then spitting it up to full. I ready thought to it was dead for a long <laughs> like, time. We were talking about shithousery earlier. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I I couldn't help but smile when the when you put the spinner back on. I was like, oh, were you aiming that's for those brilliant. belts on that weapon? Yeah, I was. I was, I was. So we got on the wall, and I was trying to go for the belts. But like, it's one thing when you're aiming like driving forward, but. I was like aiming while driving backwards for that tiny spot. So it was like everything's reversed. And I was like, oh man. And then I like kind of accidentally tipped them and they started falling. I'm like, okay, I just got a swing now. <laughs> but uh, yeah. You turn the spin, I'm guessing you turn the spinner off again, get them up yeah. on the screws and then turn it on again <laughs> and then try and do the same, bring it down, you know. Well, I mean, historically, whiplash, I mean, we were winning that fight. We did already yeah. did plenty of damage with the spinner. Mm-hmm. So I was like, 
historically our spinner likes to go up and smoke at about two and a half minutes of fighting so i just decided to turn it off and just fight as a lifter just uh because i felt they were upside down we were winning the control battle and just save a couple motors very yeah. smart yeah. very well this is why we this is why Jevon, we would never win battle bots i mean no, <laughs> ignore the fact that we don't have uh, the, you know the robot with the minerals to do it you know we just wouldn't win <laughs> we try to be too fancy it was i think it was not only a, a master class but you know we've we've seen several times this season them talk about you as a driver matty and like how just how good you are this was a showcase for just how good driver you are and um which they also put that that little cheeky bit at the beginning yeah. of you sitting on your dad's lap which Aww. was that's a, that was that was a cool home video I to show i did half wonder if that was foreshadowing like they were setting that up as a bit of storytelling mm. and <laughs> well obviously Super. up to this point this is your best ever performance you'd never actually yeah. made it past the top four yeah how much of a relief was it to actually make it to the final this year you know after everything that had gone on <laughs> uh i mean it was awesome we were i mean like i was saying like to, at the point where i like turned off the spinner i was like just like survive for the next two minutes and like we will be in the finals <laughs> just don't do yeah. anything dumb and uh yeah once we you know got the decision won the fight it was like okay like the robot's in pretty good shape we have minimal repairs like now we just gotta wait and see what happens. Yep, yeah. absolutely. But before we talk about the final, there's some <laughs> other stuff we need to talk about. The awards. Oh yeah. yeah. I think actually this is the first time I yep. think they've actually shown them. Last year it was three photos on Facebook, and that was all we got. This wow. year, a little. You know, you got the little. It's the mid. The mid ad piece. Yeah. Right? Discovery I, I, tends to do that with their shows, yeah. where they have this like right at the end. They'll do like a little uh stinger part where they're like hey uh this show's coming back or if you're just flicking through like here this the end's coming so come come watch what we got going for you yeah. uh but yeah uh yeah. there was there was, a, there was a nice few moments um obviously the the most destructive first of all was valkyrie yeah, yeah. Uh, matt i'm sure you can attest once again you, you've fought all the big boys <laughs> this year and you know val valkyrie twice um yeah. <laughs> deserve winner yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's a good choice. I mean, considering I think that decision was mostly made off the rotator fight. I was going to say, was like, yeah, I think that left like a giant impression on everyone, like the judges, you know, like yeah, I mean, Trey. The, like, the that judges left a huge went impression. In, the yeah. judges went in to look at the damage of that fight, and yeah. Yeah. I think that was less to do with the decision and more to do with I want to go and see yep. what <laughs> just happened to rotator. Yeah. Um, I will say, uppercut probably was up there yeah. as well I, yeah. I do feel very yeah. bad that they didn't walk away with anything this year but you know they'll be back and i'm sure they'll be their fights were so short <laughs> right that's the thing you know having a full that, that's another thing that went valkyrie's favor that that fight went Three long mm. so it did that definitely is a, a testament not only to their design but for how tough rotator is but hey you know yep uh, the founders award to scorpios um very deservedly so definitely so this was given for their um just commitment to the robot combat community mm -hmm. more than yeah. anything and i think um i watched a short video that the team made i do employ you to go and watch it because it's like a history i'll put a link of the where right? yeah where, where this yeah. team has come from what they do outside of battlebots yeah. even the amount of amount of work mm -hmm. that they do for the community you know they run summer camps they they do they've done after school stuff they do parties they do all sorts of things and Zach in the video said that winning this giant bolt, the Founders Award, meant more to him than probably winning the Nutwood because it's actual recognition for everything that they do for yeah. the community, and I think it's thoroughly deservedly won. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And like another big part of it is that, I mean, their business, Bot Bash, like party service, and uh, <clears throat> that got hit like super hard by COVID because like no one's mm. gonna have parties or have gatherings, and that's kind of what a business thrives off of. So uh, I think getting that award meant a lot to them, like considering that as well. Big time, yeah, absolutely. There was so so much a so much a deserved a deserved uh, award. I mean, we talked to Zach earlier in the season, and it's, uh, they're they're just really nice people. <laughs> Zach yeah, and Diane, they, they're just really they nice people. That whole very, team, they're just really great people. <laughs> very much deserved. I, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, and then the newcomer award. Uh, Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> who, who else was it going to be? Come on, Rusty. Yeah. I do want to know at what point the community decided that Rusty should win that award. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously, 
it had already bought itself a, a cult following a, what following there we go that's words that are hard um a cult following <laughs> before they'd made it to the season everybody loved it even before they had turned up filming they showed a little picture at filming the whole pits loved them how many teams put them as their favorite robot on their um, information bit on the BattleBots website. Yeah. You know? This is all pre-us seeing it, you know, pre-the pre, pre the world seeing it. Yeah, it's... and then when the world did see it... <clears throat> everyone loved it as well. Everyone loved it. Yeah. It was thoroughly deserved. I mean, there are some other amazing robots that we've had this season. I mean, Jackpot coming in as a budget build that it got through to the 32 was, I mean, astonished all of us. Um, mm. You know, Grabot, good fun. Love the little theme, love his little arms. Um <laughs> Big yeah, deal. Nothing big deal even. Big deal. Yeah. yeah. Um you know. Technically a new robot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, th- th- you know, I'm I'm so happy that Rusty. The lineage is, is fun. <laughs> and I love the fact that they made a little rusty nut for him as well. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing I will say about Rusty winning that award is they were also a very, very close second place for best design. Oh is really? What production told us. They were like what? a very close second place. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, oh, yeah. you bring up the best design award. Obviously, this yeah. year has been dedicated to um, the yeah. late Grant Mahara. Um, yeah, who obviously passed away. I think it was early 2020, wasn't it? He passed away. Um, it was July. It, um, yeah, it was mid. Oh, was it? Okay. Mid-last yeah, year, but... it's almost we're, like we're coming up on that again. So yeah. it was it was quite fresh then at the time, which is you know mm. quite, it is mm. it's cool it's cool that Battlebots have really made an effort to kind of acknowledge this and kind of you mm. know say that this this guy was part of the family and. Yeah. I feel like it's only appropriate that a hammer yeah. one in yeah. the. It, oh, it, yeah. it might have got Absolutely. a little steamy where I was. I just yeah. like it. I, like I really this this hit me pretty pretty hard because uh, you grew up watching the show. I don't know about you, Matt. Then uh, you probably I don't oh, know if yeah, you ever absolutely. you've ever spoken with him directly, uh, yeah. but he seemed just like a genuine, just j- just the guy that want that you, that you want to hang out with and share stories with. The guy oh, you yeah, just want to sure. spend time with and just just have a drink or or talk about engineering mishaps and all kinds of silly fun stuff and yeah, I mean, talk like, about robots. He was really to an extent, just like he was a builder. I mean, he competed on BattleBots. He was like kind of the sports ambassador in a way, mm-hmm. like our representative kind of to the world. It was, you know, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a big um, part of Mythbusters. Uh, yeah. He was uh, also a, uh, a member of the, there was a, a Star Trek reboot that he was a part of. Yeah, he got to play yeah. Commander Sulu for, for like a couple episodes for this like web-based Star Trek series. He was okay, uh, but <laughs> that 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 series has a little bit was, of a cult following. Was that the one that um they they were forced to stop because it did it did it get uh like cease and desist sort of thing? Did they get Nintendoed? <laughs> you know what I mean? It was this the the Klingon War one. Yeah. something to do with that i don't know yeah. but, i'd yeah. have to go back and look it up again but that's that's what i mean like he's a, he's a journeyman everywhere man he's just, I'm just... yeah and um yeah i say very nice of of battlebots to you yeah. know dedicate the award to him and i think it's it's only right that he you know gets immortalized if you like in, in trophy form oh, yeah. and i think you know he'll definitely be missed by the community yeah absolutely and then yeah chomp, a... chomp winning that i mean you couldn't yeah. you couldn't Perfect. give it to a more it's beautiful exactly. robot it's like you know, dead blow from the future, basically. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Dead blow went to the gym. Over, over the, this the fact that <laughs> Grant, I think, worked um, on big mechanical stuff, much like Chomp, uh, mm-hmm. before he did everything else, and um, you know, it, it's it's a perfect one. I mean, we we called it. We everybody said that it should really go to chomp because mm-hmm. it is just a work of art in engineering and mm-hmm. um you you can't argue with it yeah i mean as, as far as engineering goes like no one comes like even close like not like there's no competition no. it's it's really insane what went to that robot absolutely it's almost like a techno games robot like it's just something like that you wouldn't see in a robot fighting show like oh it's got to complete some kind of a task and get across the get across the the lane as fast as possible you know but no it's got a hammer attached to it and flamethrowers <laughs> it's, it's wonderful and I, I hope we see more of walker chomp that's for sure oh yeah so time has come we've, we've delayed enough all the fights have been played out except for one it is <laughs> it is whiplash and Endgame. i don't quite have aviators <laughs> i have i have very very well very horribly taken care of oakley's but you know that'll do um 
talk us through it, Matt, because this, I don't think it entirely went to plan. (laughs) (laughs) No, not quite. I mean, so one thing I will say is I saw the tantrum fight against Endgame and I was like, okay, like tantrum was pretty smart. He kind of like drove around to him, made him gyro and like snuck in in the right times and got underneath. And I was like, okay, like if we can do that, we have an okay shot of winning. Like their ground game is like too good. We go head to head. We're not getting underneath. Like, I don't think anyone was really going to get underneath that setup head to head. So I was like, okay, like tantrum kind of got underneath. Maybe we can do the same thing. But Endgame was very smart. And they learned from that first fight against tantrum. And they spun their weapon probably like half the speed they were spinning against tantrum. And they just kind of sat in the middle of the arena and just faced us and made sure not to lift up, you know, the sides of the robot or anything. And I was like, okay, like that's not good. That first like thirty seconds was really cautious, like from from both of you. Like you can see, he's like circling around, trying to trying to find the opening, as as you said. But like end game, as you said, they just they weren't going, they weren't biting, were they? They just kept. I mean, that yeah, front exactly. There's a moment in this where they they in the edit they cut, and uh, you hear Chris say, "So we're now a minute into the fight," and you're like, "Oh wow, this has been going a while." Um, <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, I mean, at some point we got to engage, like we can drive yeah. around them, but they're not going to move because yeah. you know, they're, they? they're very determined with their, their sides. We're not open for business Stop carrying them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like at, at some point, like, I mean, I didn't let it get to this point, but they will like make you engage. Like, yeah. otherwise you're just like disqualified. Do you have like a producer's microphone yeah. in your ear saying, Hey, Hey, hello, please. It's a fight. <laughs> it's a fight. This is for television. I mean, technically yes, because uh, I believe one of the refs is an executive producer, isn't he? Oh, I know. That's a question uh, for the internet. Yeah. Comments, let us know. <laughs> internet? <laughs> Not 100% Keyboard clear all the positions, but, uh, but yeah, like, they, <clears throat> I drove around them a little bit, and at some point, I'm like, okay, we got to engage, like, try to sneak into a corner or something, but, like, they just plowed straight into us, wedged under us, and they got us in the screws, and I was like, okay, like, we're basically, like, they can do whatever they want with us at this point. I just kind of got to, like, wait it out. And they were getting like deeper and deeper into like the center of our robot. And I was just like, okay, now we got to escape somehow. Yeah. So at that point, I brought the arm like down to the top of the spinner just to try to like get out of there. Because like had they gotten much deeper in any direction, like it could have been, you know, a lot worse than it was, believe it or not. And that's the so, thing uh, with your robot where like it's kind of made in two pods and you have a, a weapon kind of connecting the two together a little bit kind of uh, yeah. where there's that open slot in the middle. And man, Endgame went right down I mean, your it, throat. It was, yeah, it was sort of. I never thought I would see a vertical spinner, like an, a normal vertical spinner, in massive air quotes there, um, do the same level of damage as something like Cobalt that has a weapon that can shred properly. I mean, it was short through, underside. It? it was. There was just a yeah. massive bite after bite after bite, and it was just getting deeper and deeper into the sort of that back section of the base of the robot. It was quite gory, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A, yeah the, 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 the hit right before the very end where you get taken out of the arena spectacularly uh, right in front of Pete there, that hit with Endgame, you can actually see the, the scrape being created by that weapon. It just ablating yeah. that aluminum away. Oh, yeah. Oh man. And like, I mean, like I was saying before, like whiplash is chassis. I mean, we're not running like a billet chassis, like, you know, duck or like chat or anything. Mm-hmm. Once like the strategies have well-placed armor. And once you get past the armor, it's like, we're going to need a new robot no matter who we're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> that's just um, kind of how it is. Like, that's a sacrifice we have to make when, you know, running two weapons like we do. Am I uh, right in thinking once they chewed up that section, you couldn't get the arm back down properly? Uh, I think the arm would sink back down, but I think just the spatula was just so bent from that one, like, first hit when they kind of flipped us over and pushed us in the screws. That, like, hit right there bent it pretty bad, and that, mm. I mean, it was not going to be flat to the floor anymore after that. No. Yeah. And also, the, there, when, the, when they were pushing us in the screws, do? they like, oh, yeah, what were you saying? I was going to say, that, like, was there any setup that you had? Because obviously, you, we've seen quite a few this year from, from Whiplash, you know, in terms of, you know, different wedges, yeah. different, you know, fork setups. Was lips. there anything you could have done? The lips. The lips. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> was there anything you could have done, you think? Uh, or was this the best best outcome you you, you, you This foresaw? was the best we had. I mean, okay. maybe we could have made something on the spot that would have helped. But, I mean, one thing to consider is that, well... We didn't really, I mean, we didn't know Endgame had this configuration coming to the event. So, like, we didn't have a strategy for something like those super long prongs he had out the front. Sure. But then the other part of it to take consideration is, I mean, like, Tantrum's forks and our forks are roughly the same length. But the difference in reach is that 
our forks only stick out like two inches in front of the lifter spatula. So we really only have about two or three inches of reach when you consider that. Cause like any fork is just gonna get right underneath that spatula for the lifter. So like once he nicks that, like we really don't have much of a shot of getting underneath unless we get like directly behind him or something. So uh, yeah, it was really tough matchup. Yeah, and your yeah. sides, I mean, his sides and, and rear were just not open for business. Like they, oh, they, they, he was, he was facing you the whole time. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's, and it was, it, it was, it was, it was kind of wonderful to see the reaction at the end of this fight from the end game team. They just exploded uh, oh, yeah. when this, yeah. when this fight happened. And I can see, I can see uh, on, your, on your brother, Jason's face. Like he's disappointed for like five yeah. seconds and then immediately smiles again. <laughs> and it's like, Oh, it's cool. You know, it's whatever. But like in that moment, you're like, Oh man. I do but, find it uh, quite incredible that in the season hit by a pandemic where there's only three uh, international teams yeah. <laughs> two of them make the final four and one of them wins <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. The, no, that's the first crazy, time we've seen an international champion of battle bots I believe. no it hasn't oh, no it's not true oh, okay there's one from the uh, classic then. years and and one of them actually is a judge right now on battle bots yeah. Derek young he won long oh, beach 99 yeah, yeah. with middleweight son of smashy what does he where does he represent then canada canada Ah, he came from Canada. Actually, there's a very interesting story of him having to cross the border with uh, uh, complete control and then having to get through customs and then being like, what <laughs> is this box of parts? They did a whole preview. It was in one of the old BattleBots episodes. I think it was series two. Uh, it was think, season 2.0, whatever. Uh, but it was, uh, I believe it was that, and that, that he kind of filmed his process of going through customs, <laughs> trying to get this box of <laughs> what is this through through the border? Uh, no, so grappling yeah. with robot parts is never a never especially a in the early 2000s in our country when people didn't oh, yeah. know uh, people didn't so. know yeah well, and of course because of you know other reasons which right, yeah. probably, if we discuss on the internet would probably be yeah we'll get flagged up no good yeah um, <laughs> um but i i think out of all of the modern series i'm safe in yeah. saying i don't even know about classic series as well yeah, I, I, this is the first modern is... international champion. And like Definitely outside of America, outside of the Americas, out of North America, like this is yep. quite, quite the moment, really. You know, the fact yeah. that Endgame kind of came from, if, if I'm remembering correctly as well, I'm fairly sure that Death Toll, when they won FMB in 2017, mm-hmm. was their, that team's first robot as well. Like, I, I feel like they're kind of similar to Tantum in that respect. I really? think. Uh, I know they did like featherweights in uh, Australia, I think. They'd done okay, before, so, so I think they'd been on the featherweight scene for a little while, but yeah. like that was their first heavyweight yeah, outing. De- like, death toll in, in yeah. my book. Um, Which is yeah. incredible when you consider the, the progression that they've made. You know, they did so well in that first season of BattleBots, had a bit of a lull last year, but this year they've they've turned up and credit to yeah. them, they've they've turned up and won. Um, I think I'm safe oh, yeah. in saying first ever win by Uta. I believe so. In a final. Yeah. 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 Like the whole the whole thing. Won the whole yeah. thing first one buying out of the arena and so in the arena yeah. that doesn't have many out of the arena places <laughs> so you want to talk about predictions sam yes you're a little yes. sus <laughs> but i will i would like to point out the, um, the viewers of the youtube version of the podcast to robocast newsweek where i'm fairly sure when we first saw the image of endgame revealed i said to you jevon i think this is going to win yeah i think you're right there um, um and so they, so it came to be. I mean, I'm a bit disappointed because I would have much rather said, "Welcome, Matt Vasquez, BattleBots champion." Yeah. I would have loved to have said that, but maybe not. Maybe next year. Next time, Char- next time. Charlie of Good yeah. Robotal would have just been <laughs> so happy. He would have been. He would have been. Die hard <laughs> Whiplash fan. The good thing is, for me at least, I have this weird thing where if you win the series, you're then the one to beat, and uh, I don't want you to win the next one. So if if you had have won, Matt it would have been a real shame yes <laughs> and there's another thing i want to talk to you about second uh, place curse i'm gonna say it and i'm sorry <laughs> but please break this second place curse oh. i'm getting well, tired I mean, of talking about it <laughs> so like it's interesting like i look at like the bracket and like thinking like oh like had like rotator beaten endgame like maybe we would have won the event like we would we definitely wouldn't have fought an endgame and i felt mm-hmm. pretty good about you know the other other possibilities and matchups but at the same time I feel like when you have like a lucky matchup in the finals or semifinals, that's when the second place curse like kicks in because then you end up going against robots that you didn't have to, and you don't really think you need a plan for because you were the champion. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe losing the final match will make us more competitive, you know, next year. Well, uh, you mentioned next year. 
Yeah. Where does Whiplash go from here? What, what's going to take you from being the elite robot that you are? Because let's face it, you've only ever lost to Tombstone, to Witch Doctor, to Bite Force, yeah. to uh, Sawblaze, and now to Endgame. It's a real who's who. Yeah, right. Robots, honestly. <laughs> um, what is going to take you from being an elite robot to the champion of BattleBots? Uh, I mean, we're just going to try to keep on the trajectory we're on right now. I mean, uh, I mean, compared to 2019 to this year, I felt Whiplash was like way better than it was in 2019. Like if those two robots fought, I think it would be no competition that this year's robot would definitely win that fight. But uh, yeah, we're just going to keep that going. I feel like the, I mean, the wheels were a great change. You know, changing the weapon was a great change. The, was was Brazil mad that you got their wheels, especially when you beat them with them? <laughs> well, after we beat them, they were like, we created a monster. <laughs> that was funny. But uh, yeah, yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna keep all the things that worked. I mean, we're gonna keep like the same chassis, same probably same you know lifter motors, drive motors, all that. But we'll definitely come back with more configurations and maybe some a little bit more out there, risky configurations for uh, you know tough opponents. No <laughs> point, not, <laughs> not that type of attachment. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think we'll. I think it's just about coming more prepared and trying to stay ahead of the game and think about maybe things that didn't go wrong this year that could go wrong in the future. And uh, just trying to stay one step ahead, I guess. Some nice steel top plates for when you go against Sawblades. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... that's... Got to steal weight from somewhere, though. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, we've, I've already got a... I've had the Whiplash 2021 plans designed for quite a while now, so hopefully we can start building something soon in oh, the hopes right. of... I'm looking forward to season six, it. hopefully. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, applications are still currently open. I don't think they're open for yeah. much longer. So if you are going to apply, get it done, kids, basically. <laughs> <laughs> with a responsible um, adult. <laughs> yeah, with a responsible adult. Building a robot <laughs> is dangerous and should not be up completely. <laughs> but yeah, irresponsible adult, that'll be even better. That's <laughs> more fun. Um, with that said... disposable income. Yeah. <laughs> that brings us to the end of... BattleBots 2020 for for me I think I don't think it was quite as high level as maybe the previous season at the start mm. the tournament was incredible like every yeah. single fight I was that on the edge of my it, seat really. if you were going to make that comparison you don't want every single fight to be predictable exactly no. like and last year that... we, we kind of made a, a, a I kind of made an observation while watching it again like in season 2019 season the top four seeds were seed one, seed two, seed three, and seed six. In 2020, the top four were eight, six, 20, uh, 18, and five, which was, yeah, it, it was wild. Like it could have literally gone any way at that top eight. Like I, I could see reasoning and logic for any of those top eight winning. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. And I will I mean, give yeah. all the teams credit for putting on an amazing you, show yeah. in such difficult do you think do you think that was a result of a shorter regular season though one less match to kind of split the robots up maybe, maybe. to get them more this way i mean at the end of, in the end of the day everyone's like oh the seedings are bad they're not supposed to be like this and they got great fights out of it i didn't in say the that end. at all <laughs> I I well, this is like the that. first year i really looked at like the bracket or like the round of 16 and i was like any robot in here has a good shot at winning there's oh, no yeah. robot out like they're definitely going to win all you need is bite force to not be there <laughs> yeah so now what we need is somebody i saw a twitter post and i can't remember who posted it uh but somebody says all right so now we have to have a secret bounty where bite force comes out of the woodwork and has to fight Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if they end up fighting each other. It's going to be a main. It's going to be yeah, either the something. first main event or it's going to be a main event at some point. Which four wheel drive vert is better than the other? <laughs> well, this is the thing. When they fought before, Endgame came very close to beating them. Y- yes, and it was. I, I remember that. I remember that fight because Paul goes to the side of the box to try to. It's like it, it's like there was a serious brownout. Like it just yeah. died. I think his uh, controller died, didn't it? Or something, something like that, and he had to <laughs> quickly turn it all off, turn it all on, and literally just before he's counted out, he starts moving again. Yep, and then in <laughs> at, at, almost in apathy, M game just gets hit and is that upside down, and, and they have nowhere it. to get back over, yeah. and that's anyway. now they have a Shremek. This, yeah, this of course they do, which they never okay, actually they've... used this year. The, that's the interesting. Year where they they put on a Shremek that might actually work for them, they didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something funny about that is before our fight, I noticed they were kind of like like hiding the robot a little bit, like doing something. I'm like, I wonder what they're doing over there. 
And then like I saw the robot after I'm like, it looks the same. Like, I don't know what they did. But after our fight, they showed us on the bottom of the robot. They had covered the bottom of the robot in whiplash stickers. And they wrote, end me on the box. <laughs> <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> and we never got to see it. <laughs> yeah. God, I hope they put it got turned over just once for good TV. Yeah. God, <laughs> so, <laughs> so oh, the kill saws might have done it, but we saw them a total times of two this year. I know. Yeah. I know. That's really interesting. And I don't, I don't, I'm tangenting crazy, but like. <laughs> it's the end of the season. We've got nothing else to talk Sam's about. Been trying I, to I, end I know. This podcast in the last <laughs> half an hour. It's... <laughs> Listen, it's, it is, it has been quite something this year um matt for the second time this year thank you for your time it's always great getting your yeah. kind of insight because as i said you, you are you are now our most guested podcaster uh <laughs> guest ever <laughs> sure <laughs> and you know it's it, it's it's great to see you you know make it all this way but it, it is such a shame you didn't pull it out of the bag but um, as i say i'm sure you'll you'll be bounced back stronger next year oh yeah we'll we'll be back stronger for sure and uh you know maybe maybe next year will be the year you never know yeah and and a, th- a thank you to every to guest so, we've had this year yeah to ed yeah. robinson to jonathan schultz to victor soto to craig danby to jeff waters who was next and then it was john flack will bales matt spurk adam wrigley yourself matt once uh jen urchinroder <laughs> the scorpios guys diana tileson and zach lytle and last week it was Aaron Hill and Matt once again. And of course, we can't forget P. Abramson, can we? Because he was... Oh, never. He oh, was yes. the guy. Same. He was the guy. I, yeah. I want to say a big thank you to several people. First of all, to Sam and Steve, who have made me feel very <laughs> welcome this season. It's, it's um, been great having yeah. you, Kevin. Thank you this for This was your first in. year really doing something like this with us. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you've done your fair share of stuff on your own and I, you've done I stuff with it in Sam. in the news, but it never really felt <laughs> felt proper me reviewing it there it was you know the news isn't a place for opinions even though oh. i keep giving them um but secondly i think uh all three of us have have said at some point uh this season like in in group chats and whatever a, a massive thank you to everybody who has supported the podcast oh my um, gosh yeah we are amazed thrilled i mean sam you're nearly up to that 1k subscribers I know. Um, it's, cl- it's, close. Yeah. it's close if we can if we can get sam there for the uh, the final episode guys that's that's what we want to do <laughs> um it's getting to 1k for the final of BattleBots. Nice yeah um i don't really know what else to add to that other than i have been sam Elliott 64 i've been steve the american killjoy i have been world of woodrow and uh, Matt Vasquez from Whiplash. <laughs> and we'll probably see all four of us next season, but um, well, certainly the three of us, myself, Jeff and Steve, will be back for BattleBots Bounty Hunters in a couple of weeks' time. Um, yeah. Thank you all for watching, listening, and whatever else it is you do with these podcasts, and um, we'll see you later. Bye for now. We're in the end game now. We are in the end game now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>